I would say that this book is a testament to the fact that hiding will not save you. And it's on page 57, um, as I mentioned, chapter 3. Love him, said Jacques with vehemence. Love him and let him love you. Do you think anything else under heaven really matters? And how long, at the best, can it last, since you're both men and still have everywhere to go? Only five minutes, I assure you. Only five minutes. You're listening to Anything But Silent from the British Library. Last time we explored the idea of love and liberation in a special episode celebrating Pride. In our accompanying miniseries, we're continuing the theme by inviting a special guest to talk about a book or piece of writing that has inspired them. Joining the library today is queer Muslim writer and photographer, Samra Habib. You played safe long enough, he said in a different tone, and you'll end up trapped in your dirty body forever and forever and forever, like me. Uh, my name is Samra Habib. Uh, I'm the author of a queer Muslim memoir entitled We Have Always Been Here. To tie in with the theme of love and liberation, I have selected Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin. So what state was I in when I first discovered this book? I think in order to really answer that, I sort of need to go back, way back, to where I come from. My family is part of a religious minority sect in Islam. Um, I spend most of my life in Pakistan, you know, trying my best not to reveal who I was because my parents gave us regular lessons uh, in order for us to really understand that our lives would be compromised and we might be in danger if we revealed to religious authorities the part of uh, sect that we were from. Um, so I really sort of internalized this sort of belief that I always needed to hide my true self in order to live safely. And that includes you know, me being a queer person, it took me a really, really long time to come out. In fact, I was married to, you know, a man for 10 years while understanding that, you know, what I really wanted was to be with women. Um, so in my, I would say mid-30s, I fell in love for the first time and it was with a woman. And my whole world changed. But, you know, it sort of was not um, an ideal situation. It was not a very healthy relationship. Eventually, you know, I decided that I needed to break up. And a month after this sort of, you know, this heartbreak that was also my first heartbreak ever, 
um, I was invited to go to Oslo to talk about my queer Muslim photo project. And an audience member asked me if, you know, I would like to join her later to a reading by this celebrated American author who was also loved by this woman who I had just broken up with. Um, and I was just, you know, I was just in mourning. And um, I said, sure, yeah. And I walked away from that reading sort of having the, you know, a clear indication of what it's like when you are ashamed of who you are. Um, and I ordered it off of Amazon right when I got home and I read it in probably one day. The main character's name is David, and he heads to Paris with his fiancée while she's away. And there he meets a bunch of queer men and falls for Giovanni. Um, so despite falling in love with Giovanni, he you know, has so much sort of internalized shame that he abandons him uh, when his fiancée returns. Giovanni is de devastated, and the last bit of the book sort of deals with the impact of what that devastation does to him. He ends up killing his former employer, and Giovanni ends up being in jail and then being executed. And then David, whose fiance leaves him after finding out that he has had, you know, affairs with some gay sailors, is uh, eventually also left alone, and it makes him feel even more devastated. So I think what that sort of what really it reveals to me it you know the devastating impact of shame it can inflict harm on you and sometimes people you love. Hmm. Well, in terms of my career experience, why has I think you know this book impacted all of my creative endeavors, whether it's my photo project or whether it's the memoir that I'm writing. Because I think through both of those projects, I what I seek to do is sort of dare to make my experience be known and in the hopes that others would feel less shame and other would feel validated. I, my project and writing my book, it and also oftentimes it invites feedback from different queer Muslims who are really thankful because they feel like they're being heard, they feel like they're being seen. And I think visibility actually reduces shame. Like when you see your experience reflected back to you, maybe you feel like you're not, you don't need to hide. Maybe you feel like there are many others like you and they're kind of experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing so let's talk about it you know let's talk about its impact in our lives and maybe you know let's create a community together where we can be with people who've sort of had the similar struggles and similar fears um, and maybe we can sort of start to heal
Well, it's interesting because I've tried to pass, well, I have passed it on to a lot of people who are close to me and they're just like, it's so depressing. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> but I just, um, you know, I think for me at the time, it was just perfect. It was just a perfect book. I felt like I was having an intimate conversation with James Baldwin in a room after what had just happened to me and after what I had gone through. I think that I would pass it on to, um, huh. Um, I would probably choose my younger self. And that is because, you know, so much of the book, as I said earlier, is a testament to how much it hurts to deny who you are and how deeply you can boon. Um, and I think I went on, you know, in my life for a really long time, sort of thinking that hiding would provide me safety. But this book actually challenges that and actually shows you the devastating impact hiding can have on your life. This book might have sort of, you know, sparked an idea that I needed to embrace my true authentic self. And in fact, hiding would not provide me safety. We'd love to hear about the writing that made you. Perhaps there's a library book you loved so much you struggled to take it back. Get in touch at British Library on social media and use the hashtag anythingbutsilent. Anything But Silent is a Pixie U production for the British Library. We'll be back in two weeks' time for our next main episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>